All right. Welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, December 6, 2023. A happy hump day to you. A busy news day and a busy Wednesday on the calendar. Today is National Miners Day, a profession or trade deeply rooted in American history and with generational history among many American families, right? National Miners Day surprisingly wasn't established until 2009 by the U.S. Senate to recognize those who work in the very dangerous and very important industry. I say surprising because you think it would have been created way before 2009. Shout out to Western Pennsylvania, West Virginia, California, Nevada, and other mining states. December 6th is also National Pawn Brokers Day, a profession that dates back thousands of years, actually, to the Roman Empire and ancient China. It's also a business that captivated many Americans through reality TV as well, right? And on the food calendar, it's National Gazpacho Day, a popular tomato-based soup that's actually served cold. If you've never had it, it's one of those dishes that people either really, really like or they really don't like it, kind of an Acquired taste kind of thing with Spanish roots. But did you know? Did you know that the name gazpacho is actually derived from Arabic, meaning soaked bread? And I'm guessing because back in the day when you had nothing else to eat but the soup, and maybe that's why it was served cold, you would soak bread in it. You learn something new every day. And today is also the day or the night for the fourth and final Republican presidential primary debate featuring former U.N. ambassador and South Carolina governor Nikki Haley, Florida governor Ron DeSantis, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy, and former New Jersey governor Chris Christie, who just barely made the cut, by the way. It's happening at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Once again, the far and away front runner, Donald Trump, the former president, will not be participating. And as I mentioned on Monday, Trump is expected to hold an event in Florida tonight at the same time as the debate. On a side note, the former president also said that he will testify in his own defense Monday in the ongoing New York fraud trial involving the Trump investigation. And shocking news yesterday concerning the 2024 presidential race. I say that with all due respect, but after failing to qualify for tonight's debate, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum has dropped out of the race. The other big news, and it reportedly shocked the Biden camp yesterday, President Biden told supporters in a closed-door campaign event, and this is a quote, that if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. Then he was asked about it when he returned to Washington. Would you be running for president if Trump wasn't running? I, I expect so, but look, he is running, and I just I have to run. And let me go back to former President Trump for a moment. A BBC radio host, a guy named Justin Webb, says Paramount, the media company, Paramount representatives cut short a BBC interview with actor Kelsey Grammer when he started to talk about his support for Donald Trump. Actually, the radio host asked him if he still supports Trump. Grammer, as you know, is back uh, on TV as Frazier in a new series on Paramount. And... 
I'm assuming, was on the BBC promoting the new show. So make what you will of that. But it is really sad. And this is not a Trump thing. This is just politics in general. It's sad that people can't freely support whomever they want, for whatever reasons they want, wherever they want, without some kind of backlash or consequences. That people just can't have a conversation about it anymore. Again, Kelsey Grammer's new Frasier on Paramount, so do what you will with that. Yesterday, I said it was a big day on Capitol Hill with multiple hearings and events, as today is as well. But this is what's making news from yesterday. After the presidents of Harvard, MIT, and the University of Pennsylvania failed to give a simple yes or no answer when asked if... Calling for genocide on Jews violates the school's code of conduct or rules. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual. Targeted as, at an individual. It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? That's New York Representative Elise Stefanik, who is a Harvard graduate and called the response deafening. The other university presidents had similar comments when asked the same question. More from Newsmax's American Agenda. That's Harvard University's brand new president, Claudine Gay, testifying today before the House Education Committee, which is questioning elite colleges on their mishandling of anti-Semitism since the October 7th Hamas attacks. Now, it is, you'd understand, their job to provide a safe learning environment for their students. And we're learning every day that they're failing miserably. Uh, I think very different from what many of us, uh, as a Harvard alum myself, would have experienced many decades ago. It has changed. Will any of these institutions be held accountable? Well, we're going to find out here and talk to somebody who's going through it. Joining us now to discuss is a student from NYU Alan Shama, the chair of activism for students supporting Israel. Alan, you say several of your fellow students, you filed a lawsuit last month against the university claiming that uh, what has gone on just simply isn't right and they haven't responded appropriately. Talk about it. So after everything happened October 7th and everything that, that followed, what we felt on campus, it wasn't uh, embraced by the leadership. It wasn't a response that really made us feel comfortable, safe and protected. To us, it felt like a lack of moral clarity. And we always talk about there's 10% that hate us, 80% that don't know what's going on. And when our leadership can't have any moral, moral clarity and can't speak on what's right and what's wrong, how do we expect the regular people, the regular students, to treat us right? And so the lawsuit was brought against NYU because largely they failed to do that. They haven't taken our complaints with the, with the seriousness that they deserve. They ha we don't feel so protected. And these NYU groups that have been spewing hate, that have been spewing discrimination, have been left to prosper, even violating policies a lot of times with seemingly no consequences that we could see. And that's concerning. More, it's frustrating, but more so it's scary. That's NYU student Alan Shama, chair of Students Supporting Israel, on American Agenda with Bob Brooks and Katrina Zish. Why do you think is it that otherwise intelligent students are coming out and protesting against things that they really don't seem to understand. They don't seem to know the history. They're calling it uh, genocide on behalf of Israel. They're talking about apartheid, colonialism, words that don't even apply to what's happening. It's, it's exactly that. I feel that what's going on is people who don't know much about the conflict. I mean, when I speak to friends that really leaned one way or another, 
I sat the, with each of them for 45 minutes, and at the end they said, wow, I heard these things, but I didn't realize that was the context. I didn't understand that was actually what's going on. I need to do more research because I, I was wrong. That's what they're telling me. And what I see going on in, in the bigger picture, people who don't have a friend to sit with them for almost an hour and explain to them the broader context from 1880 until today, which is, it, it's a lot of information, they're stuck with a, a value system that's, let, that's categorized this as a system between the oppressed and the oppressor. Interesting. The oppressed and the oppressor. Exactly what Carl Higby, Greg Kelly, and others have talked about when it comes to those who put America first and those who don't. Those who want to protect the border and those who don't. Those who work hard to be successful and those who don't. This is from last night's edition of Greg Kelly Reports. Too often in conservative media, we're complaining about what we're against. Oh, there they go again, criticizing the left and the agenda they create without focusing on our own agenda, which for me is MAGA. Make America great again. Make what could be wrong with that? Who can have an issue? And actually, when you go into the details of MAGA, I think it goes beyond party. I think, quite frankly, common sense Democrats could get their hands, their head around MAGA. Granted, MAGA means different things to different people. Uh, I know what it means for me. I have a list. I memorize it by heart. Let's see. Um, we have to have strong borders, right? We have to have legal immigration. We have to maintain the innocence of our children. We have to have a strong national defense. I don't like overly intrusive regulation. Got to have some, but it can't get too carried away. Let's see. I believe in maintaining our God-given rights and certainly the rights enshrined in our Constitution, especially the First and Second Amendment. I also don't like getting into goofy, phony wars and not winning them. Huh? I'd also like to go to Mars. And there's one thing on my list. Oh, how about like Martin Luther King said? judging people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Who could be opposed to that? Well, 50% of the country, or at least, well, they've done so much lying about Donald Trump, right? Because that agenda that I just outlined, it's not a, it's not a bad agenda. And Donald Trump is uniquely positioned and poised to, well, he won 2016, only he could have done that, right? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? Thank God he came from wherever he came from when he came, right? I mean, he's very unique. He doesn't fit in in Washington because he builds stuff. He creates. I mean, who in Washington knows how to create anything? Could you do this? Could you, uh, let's say, take a old-timey hotel, buy it, do all the work you had to do to get it done, renovate it? I mean... Donald Trump did that when he was 27 years old. How about creating a skyscraper? When the mayor of the city of New York is trying to trip you up every step of the way, he did it, and a hundred others. <laughs> That's pretty serious. That's a serious accomplishment. And I like it, you like it, America likes it. Somebody who has something tangible to show for himself. What does Joe Biden have to show for himself, huh? That big, dopey smile and talk. That's it. That's it. 50 years later, it's the same guy, same big smile. And he, where does he go? What has he done other than take care of himself and go with the winds wherever they're blowing? Here's a man who was pals with Strom Thurmond, 
the racist segregationist senator from South Carolina. They were buddy-buddy. As soon as Joe got there, they bonded big time. There's Joe with a segregationist. Here's Joe going totally over the top with gay pride this, trans this, trans that. You go from Strom Thurmond to making sure that drag queens show up in school with little kids. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, and check out this segment. Hey, remember the looting from the summer of 2020? Uh, If you're on the side of Black Lives Matter, it was somehow uh, excused or even glorified. Arson was glorified. The third precinct in Minneapolis. This is an iconic image. This is considered beautiful by a lot of people in America. They burned a police station to the ground. Um, So a Wendy's didn't have a chance. A Wendy's in Atlanta. uh, Some arsonists, well, burned this place and destroyed it was a Wendy's. I love Wendy's. You can still get baked potatoes there in Chile. Not at this one. Not at this one. Two people uh, were arrested. There they are. uh, And they will not be going to jail. They worked out a plea deal. And what is it? Let's see. A $500 fine, 150 months in uh, prison. I'm sorry. 150 hours of community service. That's it? That's it. I think there's more of a penalty for spitting in a in a Wendy's. So uh, who arranged this uh, sweetheart deal? Fannie Willis, the D.A. from Fulton County, the same one who was indicted President Trump and a lot of other good people. Today, based on information developed by that investigation, a Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. All right, you can try to sound all serious and high-minded, but it is a crummy case. It is, I think it's a criminal case. It's a crime that they brought it. Let's look at a real crime again. The Wendy's, they were burning down to the ground. Why take it out on the Wendy's? I never understood looting. Well, a guy a long time ago said, the real secret of rioting, it's fun and it's profitable. Yeah, you steal stuff and you have fun doing it and pretend that it's for a righteous cause. They call it the, uh, the profit and fun of rioting. It was written in a book in the 1960s about urban America. True, it's like a textbook now. A $500 fine and 150 hours of community service for violently storming a Wendy's and burning it down. I wonder how the owner of that franchise feels. If you follow me at Radio underscore Marino, which you should, I retweeted a video, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, of uh, these three guys, three guys calmly smashing glass cases at a Charlotte, North Carolina jewelry store and stealing all the jewelry inside a mall In the middle of the day, no big deal, nobody cares because nothing is happening. The shoplifting and the crime is getting worse because many times there are very few repercussions. A slap on the wrist, some probation or community service. Speaking of crime, big story today from the great state of Texas. And this is not about the border, but about crime. Police in Austin say several people are dead, several others, including two police officers, injured after a night of violence there by one man. Two people were found dead in San Antonio. 
uh, in a home in San Antonio. This is where it all started. Then the killer drove to Austin, shot and killed four more people, and wounded several others, including the two police officers. This is interim Austin Police Chief Robin Henderson. The nature of the relationship, if any, between the victims and the suspect is unknown. The man, only described this morning as in his 30s, was arrested after a high-speed chase, ended with him crashing his vehicle. And getting back to Washington, where the border is playing a key role in the heated negotiations on Capitol Hill. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham on with Eric Bowling. There's four things in this supplemental that are important. We need to have Israel. They're fighting for their lives. Uh, if Putin gets away with the Ukraine, we'll be in a war with NATO because he won't stop. We need to help Taiwan stand up to China, but we need to secure our own friggin' border. I'm not going to send any money to Ukraine or anywhere else until we fix our broken border. I've been talking about this for about a year. So Director Ray, the head of the FBI today, said he's never seen the threats to the nation at this level uh, since October the 7th, the attack on Israel. Foreign terrorist organizations are calling for a jihad against America. Our broken border is a danger. And wherever he looks, he sees blinking lights. So I don't mind helping our allies stand up to the bad guys, but we've got to fix our own backyard here. No money for anybody until we secure our border. Good. Um, I'm not sure you were there, though. Before, Senator, I think you were pro-Ukraine funding no matter well, what. You missed a lot. What, I'm we, always, it, it seemed no, like the House was the one who attached you know, some of this, the pay-fors, our own border, and also some of the pay-fors from the IRS. And I, I don't think that got support. Did it get support yeah. from you? Uh, yeah, well, we never got it up because uh, the pay-fors, we can't get 60 votes for it. I like fan for things, but now the House is willing to pass a bill, if it's got border security, to help Ukraine. You may not agree that Ukraine is important, but I do. If you thought it was dumb to get out of Afghanistan like Biden did, you're right. If you think you can pull the plug and let Putin get away with invading Ukraine and we'll be safe, you're wrong. Uh, if you think China's not watching, uh, you're making a mistake. They'll take Taiwan if we pull the plug on Putin. And not one Americans died. They've reduced the Russian army by 50 percent. So it's important we get that right. Here's what I'll tell you about terrorists. You may be tired of fighting them, but they're not tired of fighting you. You may want to let them go. I don't. I want to fight them over there so they don't come here. I'd like to have partners. That's the world we live in. These people would kill us, not just Israel, if they could get here. So if you leave it up to me, we're going to fight these in their backyard, not ours. We're going to help our allies like Ukraine and, uh, and Israel stand up to the bad guys before they get here. That's a fired-up Senator Lindsey Graham who had to be bleeped several times during the interview with Eric Bowling, and it gets even better. You know, again, the, the fear being... Yeah. What about Taiwan? And what about the next place? And what about the next place? You know, if China takes Taiwan, that's 80 percent of all the semiconductors in the world were made in Taiwan. They'll have a monopoly on the digital economy. They won't stop. The last time somebody threatened Europe was Adolf Hitler. Putin's in Ukraine, but he wants more. We'll be at war with a NATO nation if we don't watch it. When you see bad guys trying to do bad things, you better stand up to them. This idea of getting out of Afghanistan, how well did that work out? Leaving Afghanistan didn't make us safer, it made us more dangerous. When bad guys do bad things, you better act before you're in a big war. And the best way to prevent a war is stand up to these thugs while you can. And not one American's died in Ukraine, and I want to keep it that way. I want to keep this war uh, so we don't have to fight it. But it. our border is broken. You're a great man. You're a good guy. And I'm telling you right now, if we ignore problems, they come bite us in the ass. 
And I'm not going to let these problems bite us in the beard at home. Good enough, Senator. Always good having you on. Senator Lindsey Graham, everyone. Thank you so much. Good to Thank see you. you again. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham on the balance with Eric Bowling. More news from D.C. coming up in a moment. First, an important word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. The countdown to Christmas is on and the holiday season we know isn't always the most wonderful time of the year for everyone, right? Many people suffer sadness and even depression during the holidays for a variety of reasons. If that's you and you have no one to turn to, no support system, maybe that's part of why you're not so happy, consider BetterHelp.com. It's convenient and private. They will match you with a licensed therapist specifically for you. Maybe you've considered therapy, maybe you haven't, but I encourage you to check it out. BetterHelp dot com slash Newsmax. The great people at BetterHelp have helped more than 4 million people just like you. And right now, listeners of this podcast can save 10% on your first month. So check it out. BetterHelp.com slash Newsmax. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Newsmax. So in Washington today, the battle over funding for the border, Ukraine and Israel is continuing on Capitol Hill. Over at the White House, President Biden, who participated in a G7 virtual meeting this morning, is speaking at the White House Tribal Nations Summit today. Can't wait to hear how the Biden family is part Native American. Then he participates in a campaign event at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in D.C., I'm not sure if that's the one Trump owns. I'm kidding. And again, tonight is the fourth and final GOP primary debate without the former president. You can keep up with all of the news throughout the day and night on Newsmax, available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Fios, Verizon, Xfinity, etc., etc. And be sure you get signed up for your free trial of Newsmax Plus. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com, NewsmaxPlus.com. Get all your favorite hosts, Greg Kelly, Carl Higby, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, uh, Bianca De La Garza, Chris Salcedo, and others with fantastic analysis from people like Governor Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, Brigadier General Blaine Holt, and more. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Continue to share it with your friends and family, and enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. And keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks. Every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.